it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's another episode of the NXT Narrative. This is your NXT Narrative for December 14th, 2021. And another fine episode from NXT 2.0. We'll just jump right into the action tonight. So things kick off with them showing Grayson Waller arriving to the arena tonight and there were some very unpleasant chants that were directed in his name all warranted i might add um for what had happened last week with johnny gargano um i've also noticed that throughout the night they did not mention his name once <laughs> um they referred to him as an nxt legend and other other types of things but they never mentioned his name so it's it's a clear erasing of <laughs> of him being there which is uh, it's upsetting but it is what it is um they also didn't mention Kyle O'Reilly uh, at all at any point they did have uh Von Wagner there talking about how he's going to you know destroy more people because last week was the first party to fall and but it's it's definitely a new a new era and missing two big pieces it's going to take some getting used to but our opening contest tonight was the no holds barred match between Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson, and this was one hell of an opening contest. Um, going through poker tables and just destroying one another. But Grimes gets the victory, and he's able to rip the wig off of Duke Hudson's head, revealing a nice cue ball head. Um, <laughs> so this feud, I'm assuming, is completely over. Um, would have liked to have had Duke Hudson hold on to the wig for a little while longer, but it is what it is, and everybody, I'm assuming, moves on from that. After that, we had um, Grayson Waller come out, and the crowd just let him have it the whole time. He uh, just continued to rub in you know, everybody's face 
what he had done um, to Johnny, and the crowd is just nuclear, nuclear at him. And um, I get it. It's it's great heat, but for me, it just misses the mark. Um, just going off of what I had said last week, him and Vaughn Wagner both just. I don't, I don't get either one of them, to be honest with you. And that's just me. That's just my opinion. Some people love it. Um, I think, you know, he's he's trying to be a good heel. I think he's just trying too hard. It doesn't seem natural. Uh, it seems forced. And I don't know. It's just, it's not connecting. But that's just me. You know, it's just my opinion on the whole situation. Um, but. You know, it seems to be working. Clearly, he's getting a reaction, which is obviously what you want. Um, the worst thing a person can have in wrestling is to not have a reaction from the crowd. But this man right now has nuclear heat, so good for him. I appreciate it for him. But I don't know. Personally, on a personal standpoint, it's just it's not connecting. And that's okay. It is what it is. So after that, we moved on. And we had ourselves a women's match between uh, Ivy Nile and Amari Miller. Very good match. Uh, Amari getting in more offense than I anticipated. Uh, but Ivy Nile was able to get the victory. We, we then had Harland have his debut. And dear God, man just destroyed his opponent. <laughs> Gets the quick victory. Um. We then shifted gears to a match that they talked about earlier in the week. Jade being cleared to compete took on Dakota Kai. Uh, Dakota not getting the victory. Jade continuing to get her wins uh, via another roll-up. Uh, some people are, are seem to be very frustrated with the fact that all of her wins come via roll-up. But hey. As we all know, the roll-up right now is the most dangerous move in all of wrestling. So it only makes sense that her wins come via roll-up. <laughs> um, but obviously, Dakota is not going to take this loss lightly. She goes and attacks Cora, gets her shovel from under the ring, which then causes Raquel Gonzalez to come out, and they brawl. And they kind of continue fighting on into the back. We then had Mandy Rose who was at commentary during that match, jump in the ring and attack Cora Jade while Cora was distracted by the rest of Toxic Attraction coming out after the match. So Mandy sending a message to the little girl, as she calls her, uh, stating that she's not quite ready to challenge for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that match. It makes you wonder. Um, Mandy's been doing a good job as champion, and it makes you wonder if they'll pull the trigger on Cora Jade, but she's only 20. So it's, I don't know, it's it's an interesting predicament to be in. It's a good one, though, um, because Cora seems to be pretty over. I know for a while the crowd was giving her crap about the you can't skate nonsense, but. Overall, she seems to be getting a positive reaction from people. So, who knows? So, after that, they continue to show uh, Grayson Waller walking through 
uh, talking to uh, different you know, people are trying to anyways, and they're all disgusted with him, what he did last week. So they all turn and they all walk away. Io Shirai, God bless this woman. She walks up to him and just obliterates him and like verbally destroys him in, in, (laughs) in Japanese. She just, just goes to town and it's probably for a good 30 seconds to a minute and i'm just sitting back i'm like oh, i wish i understood what was being said but it's fantastic like i'm pretty sure she wasn't giving him a recipe for like banana bread or something but christ um it it, it worked out well because waller's effectively a pariah now he tried to go into the men's locker room and braun breaker of all people literally kicked him out said no you're not welcome in this room get out so Waller's like, well, it doesn't matter. Superstars have their own locker rooms. And well, that may be true, but Waller's not a superstar. He's just, you know, somebody who was in the right place at the right time to try to make a name for themselves. But it is what it is. Um, up next, we had Tony D'Angelo take on and defeat Andre Chase, which then led to Pete Dunn coming out. And we are going to have ourselves a match between these two gentlemen next week. And that will be a lot of fun. Um, Pete Dunn already attacking Tony D'Angelo's digits, snapping some fingers. And then he smashed the little box that D'Angelo had of uh, Pete Dunn's mouth guard. And then he picks out like the pieces of glass and then sticks it back in his mouth. I'm like, all right, there's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> After that, we had Boa taking on um, Idris Inoufe with Boa getting the victory. Um, Boa is still trying to find his way with his magical powers that he has. Uh, after that, it was uh, Raquel Gonzalez on the mic. or not really on the mic, but in the back rooms. There was a, a brawl in the parking lot because, you know, these parking lots, I'm telling you, all NXTs, dangerous places to be. People getting in fights, people getting knocked out, almost run over by cars. It's a lot of stuff that happens. <laughs> so Raquel tells the world that she's sick and tired of Dakota and that this needs to end. So they're going to end it the way the things began with a street fight. So next week, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai in a street fight. So that should be a lot of fun. After that, we had tag team action as Jacket Time took on the Grizzled Young Veterans with Jacket Time actually getting the win. Uh, the Creed Brothers also were out there at uh, towards the end of the match getting a measure of revenge on what had happened to them thanks to Grizzled Young Veterans. So I like the fact that we're going to get the Creed Brothers versus Grizzled Young Veterans in the future because I feel like that could be a really good feud to watch um it's a bit of a head scratcher on what they've been doing with grizzled young veterans because they were right there like right on the finish line of becoming nxt tag team champions and then they kind of turned into this comedy style group and i don't know it's just weird um so hopefully you know they can get them back on track but we'll see um and as we talk about uh, the parking lot being a problem, 
Um, earlier in the night, LA Knight had rolled up in his car stating that, you know, he wants somebody to tell Grayson Waller that he's here and that he's looking for him. Well, fast forward a little bit later in the night, we see, uh, Tiffany Stratton inside of LA Knight's car, but Grayson Waller is getting in to the driver's seat and he talks about you know, everything with likes and views is like, oh, you guys are going to hate this view. And he drives off and we see L.A. Knight beaten up laying in the street. So, like I said, these parking lots got some problems here. <laughs> got to straighten this stuff out. Where is Regal? Where is he? Why is he not holding up the law? And then after that, there's main event time. Diamond Mines, Roddy Strong taking on Braun Breaker. And this was another fantastic match. Um, and a bit of a surprise, Braun Breaker getting the victory here over Roderick Strong. Not going to lie, I did not see that coming. Uh, I figured it would be some type of shenanigans, but no. Braun gets the clean victory. Um, so obviously they're positioning him well uh, to challenge Tommaso Ciampa for the title. And speak of the devil himself, he attacks Braun after the match, drops Widow's Bell right onto the title. And uh, as the show's going off the air, he's he's screaming into Braun's ear, welcome back to the deep end. The sharks swim here. Then he kisses him on the cheek, and that's how the show ends. I was like, this is, okay, that's just fantastic. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to be happening next. When it comes to NXT, um, obviously, I know with people leaving, it opens up new spots for for new wrestlers. And we'll see if anybody's able to take advantage of that fact. But that's the show for the tonight, guys. Nice, quick recap of the show. Just as, also as a reminder, uh, this will be the last uh, show for the week. Uh, there will be no SmackDown study this week. Um, we're not going to be live uh, live tweeting it either. Um, I will actually be uh, out of town, uh, so I'll not be watching the show. Not until I get back. <laughs> um, but obviously, with things getting towards the holidays, uh, we are going to be taking our annual break uh, that we that we've been doing the last couple of years. Uh, Sam and I will be recording our our. Uh, Above the Ring episode this weekend, actually in person. I will be traveling to uh, to Sam, and it'd be nice to actually do our third podcast together. We've been doing this for, you know, since 2018, and only the third time we'll be doing a podcast together. <laughs> um, so we'll get that done. That'll come out next Monday. Um, obviously, after the 18th, we might have one more podcast that rolls around, but... After that, there will not be any podcasts next week. No Raw review, no NXT narrative, no SmackDown study again. Uh, we'll try to tighten. We'll try to come back uh, around day one. Um, that's the goal. That might also change as well. It also depends on time. Um, but Sam and I are going to enjoy some time off, and uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing what happens in 2022. Uh, we'll also be talking about what's going on as well in our podcast uh, this upcoming week or the week after. Uh, but, guys, thank you so much once again for listening. We truly appreciate you, as always. 
If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring as well. You can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you're listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bit of them to your day from above the ring. Uh, guys, once again, thank you so much. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of the week. And most importantly, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good day. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.